Everyone who homeschools hopes this lifestyle and educational approach will benefit their kids by enabling their success and their motivation, building strong family connections and creating amazing memories. But what do you do when you've been homeschooling for a while and it doesn't feel like it's bearing out in all those amazing things? As we officially gear up for the upcoming homeschool year, you might be noticing a few challenges or recognize uncomfortable or confusing patterns that seem to be repeating themselves. And you don't want to bring them in to your next homeschool year. If you know you've been overwhelmed, stressed or challenged by something new or someone in your homeschool, how can you get homeschool help to reimagine your homeschool? Of course, you don't have to address these challenges. You might be good to play Groundhog Day this upcoming year because you have the full freedom to do whatever you want. Your homeschool life might not feel like freedom, but you can keep on keeping on even if it doesn't feel good. But if you're curious about how you might want to reimagine your homeschool, you'll want to listen to this episode. Welcome to the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast. I'm Teresa Wiedrich, the Homeschool Life Coach at www.capturingthecharmedlife.com. If you are a homeschool mom looking to reimagine your homeschool life, then this is the podcast for you. Before we begin, what challenges might you experience in your homeschool? I can think of a few, and I think you probably just did as I asked you that. Before I share what challenges I'm familiar with, or at least a few of them, coming from either my own homeschool life or other homeschool families' lives, consider grabbing your journal and writing your last year's challenges on paper. There's something about putting the thoughts that we have in our minds on paper that helps us to clarify our challenges. So what first comes to mind when you think, hmm, reimagine my homeschool. What do I want to reimagine? Perhaps you're not sure you're doing this homeschool thing good enough. I hear that phrase a lot. Not sure it's good enough. Maybe you know you're not showing up as you'd like in your homeschool family. You're angrier, more stressed, more worried, and more overwhelmed than you'd like. Or you know you don't know how to relate or understand each of your kids. Maybe one child makes sense to you and the others don't. Maybe you're feeling lonely and disconnected. You're struggling alone, or you've been struggling for too long. Maybe you've wondered if it really is the year to send the kids back to school. I've been there, by the way. Definitely been there. Maybe you want to know how to let go of unrealistic expectations because you know you have them, but you have no idea where to start. Maybe you want to lean into your kids' curiosities and lean into child-led learning too, but letting go of schooled ideas is so hard and there aren't any great examples around you to model after. 
Or if you're a new homeschooler and you wonder how you could even imagine your homeschool, maybe you wonder if you were a trained teacher that that would be making this whole homeschool thing easier. Or you're not sure what homeschool method or curriculum is the right one for your kids. You have heard that you should probably know a few things about homeschooling or child development or learning, but you feel overwhelmed by the research. Maybe you want someone to guide you in the decision on homeschool routines or a morning routine, how to use a daytimer, creating a portfolio, how to set up a homeschool space, or how to decide on curriculum, resources, extracurriculars, how to put together a co-op, or how to transition into the high school years. Maybe you want to know how to deal with toddlers, teenagers, more than one kiddo, or just one kiddo. And maybe you feel like a fish out of water because you are new to this homeschool thing and you need a guide outside of Facebook threads and social media, one that feels personal and doesn't make you feel like a one-size-fits-all answer. No matter what stage of homeschooling, you might be wondering if there is a way to motivate your kids or prevent them from getting bored. Even though you know everybody says you shouldn't be worried about boredom, but it's kind of hard to watch and you don't always know how to deal with it. You want to bounce off your questions and concerns with someone who's been there, done that, and knows how to deeply listen and reflect back to you so you can get clarity on your challenges, not just take advice from someone. You might want to hear from an authentic homeschool mom who's found a way to overcome some of those struggles, but doesn't think there's a formula to figuring out your path. Maybe you know which social media spaces you can get impersonal advice or feedback, but getting a real life person involved in your homeschool life feels like the next right step. Maybe you want to know for sure that the way you're doing it is good enough. Maybe you want to feel connected in an authentic, supportive homeschool community. And maybe you know you'd be more confident if you had someone cheerleading you. Are some of these ideas ones that apply to you? If they are, jot them down. But I've got more. I've heard these kind of challenges. That sometimes homeschool moms want to address challenges, like knowing for sure which homeschool philosophy they should choose, because being uncertain doesn't feel right. Or sometimes they're asking the question, do I have to teach? Or why do people talk about facilitating, not teaching? Why can't I get my kids to sit still while we do lessons? And how long should we be sitting still? And how much extracurriculars is appropriate to give them variety and not so much that I feel overwhelmed? Do I have to do all the subjects all the time? Do I have to do any of the subjects any of the time? What if you're not sure of the best approach in your homeschool? Could you just unschool instead? What are the homeschool philosophies anyways? What are we talking about unschooling? Or what are we talking about with all these different ideas on how to engage your kids? Isn't there just one right way? Do I have to stick to one? Can they change? Is that good? How do you manage more than one grade? How do you manage more than one child? 
What if you don't know how to teach math because you don't understand math? What if you don't want to do science? What if your eight-year-old wants to get into college one day? Should I be thinking about it now? When should I be thinking about it? What is this new schooling thing and how do I do it? Sometimes you're unclear about the basics too. No matter whether you're new to homeschooling or you've been doing it for a while, like your routine or a homeschool room. Sometimes you've been drawn into these ideas that you have to have a specific kind of routine or you need to have a homeschool room or should you have a homeschool room? Is it bad to have a homeschool room? Is it bad to have a homeschool desk? What should my day look like? Or how about this one? I'm exhausted and I've barely begun. How am I going to do this for the long term? How do I do all this organization of all the things? How do I deal with kid conflict and complaining and boredom and motivation? And as a new homeschooler, you may have a few questions about curriculum too. You may have no idea where to even start. Where do you buy it? What should you buy? You don't have a lot of money. Can you find ways not to buy it? How do you make sure they all get the stuff they need for their education? And what is an education anyways? Maybe you're in true confession mode and you say, um, can I just be honest? This lifestyle, this homeschool lifestyle does not always feel like it's working for me because I'm the problem. I'm not always showing up as the best mom to my kids. Some days I don't like being with my kids. Or other days, I wonder why I chose this lifestyle, because even though deep down I know it's the best choice, I don't know how to do it well and to enjoy it. Some days just plain suck. Is that normal? Yes, of course it's normal. You're normal and your feelings are normal. And if I'm the first person in the homeschool community to tell you that, you're normal and some days do just plain suck, sometimes even seasons suck, then I just want to apologize on behalf of the homeschool community that is trying to make you think that you can only capture your charmed life because indeed you may want to capture the charms, but there are some serious homeschool realities that we have to address, like ourselves and also other people. Every day ain't great, but you're being called to a growth journey, all of us humans are, it's just that you happen to be in a growth journey called homeschooling. Nope, every day ain't great. But then the natural next question is how do I capture the joys and freedoms of this homeschool lifestyle? Because I'm not doing this because I have to do it. I'm not doing it because I have to stick this thing out. And I'm sure not doing this because someone else is telling me to. So I want to do it for the reasons that I'm doing it and enjoy as much of it as I can. The original question was, why would homeschool moms want to reimagine our homeschool lives? Oh, I don't know. A couple reasons. I don't know about you, but I have loved my homeschool life most days, most seasons. It's been a remarkable opportunity for my family and me to live into a clearer vision for our lives, to enable a more individualized education so each of our kids can have a stronger sense of themselves and how they're going to live their lives on purpose. Now that I'm about to bring our third daughter across the country to begin her college program, 
to join her two older sisters already in progress via post-secondary school or training. I can see how absolutely remarkable this homeschool experience has been for so many reasons. But our homeschool story was definitely not a straight arrow to all that. There's a reason I can speak to you about all these challenges. For plenty of homeschool years, I tried to make a private school at home. It was exhausting, said the kids and me. I didn't always have a plan to address my big emotions like frustration, overwhelm, stress, and doubt. I didn't even feel permission to feel them. And I certainly didn't feel like I had the time to deal with them. It would turn out, though, that I didn't have the time not to deal with them. Oh, girlfriend, how many times I speak to an overwhelmed homeschool mom that I know and she knows we should both work together so that she can overcome that overwhelm and get really clear on why she's doing everything so she can stop the harried energy in her home and her life and really live her life on purpose. But guess what? She doesn't because she's overwhelmed and she's kind of accustomed to ignoring her feelings. I know this one from experience, deeply know this one from experience. It would turn out that you do not have the time to not deal with your feelings. For plenty of homeschool years, I didn't have any sense of how I could raise up unique kids in our homeschool to lean into learning their way in four different unique ways and to get out of all of our ways. So instead of being wed to my version of what I believed homeschool needed to look like. Also, I fumbled through far too much curriculum, planners, routines, and other people's homeschool methods. Waste of money. P.S. If you're local, I'm having a resource sale this Wednesday. Not kidding. I really am. And I didn't know how to deal with my busy toddler. Was I disadvantaging him as I was focusing on the two older kiddos in my home? Was I disadvantaging the cute but active preschooler who seemed to be doing all right? Super smart, bubbly, definitely smart. But should she be learning from a preschool program? Because I didn't have the time to create an official one. P.S. She's the one heading to college now and she's still super smart and bubbly. Or how do I deal with so much kid conflict or declarations that my kids are bored again? Though I really wanted the whole homeschool thing to be charmed. You know, my website is titled Capturing the Charmed Life. I was really looking for perfection and perfection wasn't in the cards. Growth was, perfection not so much. I've learned a whole lot of things over my two decades of this mothering life. I've learned that you can create a plan to address your big emotions, which helps you address and engage your kids' big emotions too, by the way, and also helps you decrease the amount of homeschool mama guilt you feel when you don't engage your big emotions in the ideal way that your best self would want to engage them. You can create a plan to address your big emotions. I also know that you don't have to homeschool in uncertainty and doubt. Oh, you can. You can choose a path, stick to it, get really clear why it matters what other people think anyways, build stronger internal boundaries, 
build a stronger internal sense of self, really. Homeschool with certainty and confidence because you know it works for you and for your kids. But you can shift gears and shift it all around if you want to as well. I know that you can create a meaningful, individualized education for each of your homeschool kids that doesn't exhaust you. I remember early on someone saying, I don't know if I could do this self-directed education thing because it takes so much work. And I know that you can develop a vision for your homeschool family and your life and not just write it on a piece of paper and stick it on the fridge for the entire year and forget about it, but actually practice it every day and live into it more purposefully. If you've stuck with me for this long, I imagine that you want to reimagine your homeschool life. It's not by coincidence that you're still with me. You want to be encouraged. You want to think through all the challenges that you've had. And you want to say, you know what? I can do this. I can do this even more satisfactorily next year. A plus for you, mama. This homeschool thing really does work. This homeschool lifestyle, amazing. And if you want to do it, you can do it. So if these things resonate with you, you might want to consider the Reimagine Your Homeschool group coaching program. You're going to discover in this eight-week group coaching program that you can have confidence to homeschool with clarity and purpose. You'll know how to create a realistic and individualized homeschool plan. And you'll unveil a new vision for your homeschool family and begin to practice it every day. You don't have to homeschool in doubt and uncertainty. You can create a meaningful individualized education for each of your kids and I will guide you every step of the way. So join the Reimagine Your Homeschool group coaching program to gain clarity and confidence in your homeschool choices, to develop a vision, values, and intentions for your homeschool, to embrace your unique homeschool style and approach, to discover a supportive community of like-minded homeschool moms, and experience transformation and growth through your homeschool life journey. So if you're ready to reimagine, join me. This homeschool thing really does work. And if you want to do it with fewer roadblocks and more satisfaction, you can. In the Reimagine Your Homeschool group coaching program over the course of eight weeks, this is what we will accomplish for you. You'll know why you're doing what you're doing. So you can wake up every morning and know that it has a purpose and you can weather your homeschool challenges more fluidly. You'll create a plan and a practice to address moments of frustration or overwhelm so you don't have to dread the hard homeschool days or seasons. You can have more clarity on what you believe in education is anyway, what the purpose of your home education intentions are, so you don't flounder or doubt yourself when someone shares a new curriculum or routine or method or criticizes your way. You'll explore your unhelpful mindsets from your own experience of education and also explore the unhelpful mindsets that our culture's approach to education reveals in your personal experience. So you can release those and release your unrealistic expectations, focus on the kids in front of you, and enable or lean in to that child-led education. You'll clarify your plans around morning routines, daily routines, homeschool planners, curriculum choices, so you don't need to be drawn into yet another idea about how 
You can do homeschool. You can just do it and live your life on purpose. You can create a plan to address the challenges of a large family homeschool experience, a small family homeschool experience, or engaging toddlers to teenagers. Both different. They have some commonalities. Not necessarily in the way that the culture suggests that they might have similarities. You'll create a plan to address your kids' big emotions, to address sibling rivalry and complaining, conflict, and boredom, so you feel like you can do this homeschool thing over the long term. And you're going to create a plan with actionable steps, with gentle accountability, to address your big emotions. An emotional culture that I'd like to leave with you that is infused with the notion that you are living your perfectly imperfect homeschool and you will be a whole lot more confident and unafraid at declaring your homeschool and life choices. And by the way, know that I'm keeping these groups super small. So my intention is definitely not over six people per group. But I've noticed that a group of three, me with two other homeschool moms, is sometimes the ideal number. So we can do some deep life coaching too. You will not be surprised that my intention will be to customize this group coaching experience because if I've learned anything from homeschooling my four kids and life coaching and mentoring all sorts of homeschool parents, customization is key. So can you and I create perfection in your homeschool? The answer is no. But can we capture a whole lot more of the charms and freedoms of this homeschool lifestyle? Heck to the yeah! We can work toward releasing you from those uncertainties, overwhelm, stress, perfectionism, or just dissatisfaction so you can enjoy your homeschool life more and know that it's benefiting your kids too. My goal is to help you homeschool the way you want to homeschool, undergirded with the intention that however you know you should be homeschooling your children is the right way to homeschool your children. We both know there's no perfect homeschool, and we both know that homeschooling can have many challenges. However, we both know we did not sign up for the challenges. We signed up for the charms and definitely want to experience more of them. So if you're a homeschool mom who would like to be supported, encouraged, and challenged to advocate for your homeschool, then join me. I want to share with you that I received kind words from a friend. Her name is Diane. She's a veteran homeschool mom of three kids, graduated and all grown up. She shared with me these kind words. She said, let's face it, homeschooling is hard and amazing. There is elation and devastation all in the course of an average day. Some days, hey? Teresa comes alongside to help you navigate your relationship with homeschooling, not to fix you but to sufficiently assist you in detaching your identity from the activity so that the activity of homeschooling is elevated to new heights. So why do homeschool coaching? Teresa helps you poke through your assumptions and inner narrative to help you parent and educate more gently, not only for your children, but for yourself. She matches your pace to co-create sustaining practices for life and the long haul. And just this past week, I heard from Julia. I had a conversation with Julia over the DMs. 
She told me that she was going into her seventh year of homeschooling, and she still doesn't feel like she's got a good groove half the time. It's like two steps forward, one step back. She said, I used to change curricula so frequently that I feared I might have scarred them. But they're still always learning. We haven't stuck with any particular curriculum for more than a year or so until recently, but that's also because of my boys and how they learn and finding what works for us all. I think you're right. I had a lot of de-schooling to do, and I'm becoming more aware and comfortable with child-led learning and delight-led learning. I wish I knew what I know now. Yeah, girl, <laughs> I feel that. Me too! I find that leaning into what they love and how they learn is so much better than trying to do bookwork that doesn't resonate with them. I wish I knew that years ago. Yeah, amen again. I listened to many people's input back then, following their recommendations for using curriculum that wasn't advanced enough for my oldest, just because people regarded him by his age and not by his intelligence. But back then, we didn't even understand what he was capable of, let alone other people having a clue of his being differently wired. I wish I'd known about de-schooling. You know, I totally resonate with you, the last bit you said. Maybe it's actually better to not use the same tools each year. Makes me wonder if those who do stick with the same curriculum all the years really just have their own control issues. To realize something doesn't work for our kids, even if we like it, that's what leads to learning, not just head knowledge. Thank you for letting me work this out. Your comments really made me think, and it was almost healing, if that makes sense. Yeah, girl, it does make so much sense to me. It just feels so much more aligned with our souls when we know that how we're engaging what we're doing with our kids is aligning with who they are. And frankly, sometimes you just need someone to talk it all through and declare that way didn't work. I got a different way. And I can see that the way that I'm going obviously is meant to be because it actually serves the real kids in front of me. So thank you for sharing that, Julia. So I'm curious, at the end of this episode, discussing all the things that we chatted about, all the different areas where you could reimagine your homeschool, which one or three is most compelling to you? What would you change if you could change? What do you want to feel when you're homeschooling? What's your plans for the challenges in your homeschool? What are you going to do with this episode? You are at a crossroads. You have faced directly the challenges that you may have in your home, and it might be time for you to do something about it. Of course, that is your choice. You don't have to do anything. Groundhog Day can be repeated again. Ask me how I know. I have done it. But if you're interested in joining me in the Reimagine Your Homeschool group coaching program, connect with me. You can find me over at www.capturingthecharmlife.com or you can send me a message on my email to ask about a free consultation to discuss anything I've been chatting about today. My email is teresawiedrich at outlook.com. T-E-R-E-S-A-W-I-E-D-R-I-C-K at outlook.com. I look forward to hearing from you. 
If this episode was useful for you, I would ask you to do one or two or both of the things that I'm about to share. One is, could you share it with someone that you think would benefit? Another homeschool mom that you know has been challenged by her homeschool experience? And the other thing is, would you consider writing a review on Apple or Spotify or PodPage? and sharing your experience of this podcast and how it's benefited you. When you do that, it actually sends a message to Ms. Algorithm that people are listening and to throw it out in front of other people to listen to as well. I would be most appreciative. I'm looking forward to connecting with you, but until next week, I want for you and your homeschool kids to turn your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms. You got this, girlfriend.